Perfect. Thank you, Michael. Are you recording? 14 minutes in. Because we were recording a pre-show, which we didn't realize. Yes. I have a bigger iPhone than you, though. So because you have the the, yeah. the, the small iPhone and I have the, the right one. <laughs> Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books, read, and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nasby. Or whatever else comes to our minds. Long story short, we were recording the previous episode, and we're recording this episode on the same day, and we just, like, continued talking... And that wasn't supposed to be part of the show, but we're actually, you know what, let's just continue talking about workflows and simplifying things on iOS with, uh, you know, just, just create like a simple system. So this like, uh, this, this is related to last episode, uh, but also the previous few episodes, this whole saga of simplifying stuff. I have a, a bunch of other uh, repeating tasks in Nosby, which you have a checklist and I figured out like like some of them are, are steps that have to be done on the computer right or, or on the iPad so I, I did the work to link you know with markdown and URL schemes to link the the checklist elements to Safari or to other apps so that you know for example it th- th- there's a checklist item that that says uh I don't know, like, uh, like, like for the thing I, I mentioned, like, like download um, bank confirmations. I press it and it opens uh, the bank website and not just the login form, but the like with, with the 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 hash for history page. So it will open the the login page, but after I log in, it will like put me in in the right spot. So like, it's just like nice, like a lot of little improvements. And actually, so. When I tried doing that, I was annoyed by the fact that it will open those things in Safari uh, in Safari View, which makes sense for browsing when you have like some link in a comment. But when you have a checklist like that, you want to have Nosby on the side and those things to be opened in the Safari app. Yes. So I built a hack. Uh-huh. When you have the markdown link and you have HTTP, if you change it to SHTTP or SHTTPS instead of HTTPS, it will open Safari instead of Safari View. Just S, like like Safari, like SHTTP. Just uh-huh. just put an S before the link, and it's just like a, a magic hack that you know three people know about <laughs> you, Rafael, and, and me. But I don't know. It it might be useful for for like Nosby nerds. I want to make my magic spreadsheet work well. On an iPhone, yeah. So this is this is iPhone consultations, <laughs> <laughs> and like I can't figure out quite how to do it. Like how to like I, I figure out some things how to like make the layout of the numbers file like smaller and just kind of like hide the the rows of you know past few months so that I don't have to scroll because I don't remember scroll position like like bullshit like that. But it's just like still like it's still a pain in the butt to do it on the iPhone. And I really want it to work on the iPhone because I have a reminder in the productive app yes. to update my, my magic um, spreadsheet. And it's just like, it's a perfect thing. Like it, it just like, it, it doesn't take much typing or, or anything. It's just like tricky UI situation. Like 
it, it like it's supposed to catch me in like in between moments like when I you know I just have a moment on my phone maybe I'm in a bus or whatever and it's just like I notice the 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 reminder and wherever I am I want to be able to do it on the iPhone otherwise you know I won't do it at all that that day because I'll forget by the time I'm at a computer or I might not be at a computer for the rest of the day mm-hmm. so I really want this to work on the iPhone and it doesn't even necessarily have to be the the same format like maybe like you know I would have the the stuff I need to have but just have some sort of workflow whatever like put the data so but then so that it's easy to paste into not number like I, I don't know I just I I don't care how it looks I just want to be able to put the data from the iPhone and I don't know how to do it so that's the pitch so for me for me the fact that I, I already um made the spreadsheet smaller and I just collect less data the spread, spreadsheet doesn't look that bad on my on my iPhone anymore so it's it's pretty you know usable I, uh, I when I do my weekly review after like four or five months uh, four, four, I'm sorry four or five weeks uh, of data uh, I just move mm-hmm. this data to a different uh, uh, sheet to the 2017 mm-hmm. archive this way I don't have to scroll I don't have the scroll problem anymore so I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I see I see the 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 next four or five weeks, you know, on on just on one go. I have a bigger iPhone than you though, so because you have the the yeah. the, the small iPhone and I have the the right one. And um, but uh, what I do, for example, you can use the hack that I I do for my journaling, because for my journaling, mm-hmm. all I do is I I, I launch a, a workflow that asks me a series of questions. And I just answer mm-hmm. these questions. So the the thing would be to create a workflow that formats the questions and the answers in the right way. I got it. Mm-hmm. So you you started saying it like formats the right questions, but but I I actually checked it, and you can you can paste tab separated values into numbers on iOS, and it will like put them in the right fields. Exactly. Is that what you were going to say? Yes. So if it asks me right questions, you format them correctly into a tab, uh, separated answers. I mean, yes. one big answer, and then you even copy you, it to clipboard. You put and it right, right, to right. clipboard, and then you paste and you it open there. numbers. Yes. Maybe you can even maybe maybe you can even paste it as a new row in a numbers spreadsheet. Probably not directly, but maybe you can you can make a a URL scheme that opens the right document because like uh, when I I change it, I always exit the document because weird stuff happens if I don't do it. Like I had a situation where, you know, I, I had the, the document opened on multiple devices and I changed something on one device and the data got lost. It it had a bad sync. And I've been using numbers just on my Mac for seven years and it never happened before. So, you know, when, when I make some changes to, to the thing, I, I just like go back so that I make sure it's saved and synced. And I, I don't do it. This is perfect. All right, thank you, Michael. You're welcome. <laughs> no, but 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 this is funny because like you led me to the right answer that you were going to say, but like the moment you you said the right words, I just switched off, and it all just formed in my head. It's like <laughs> I got it <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you see, I am a good Damn. mentor uh, after all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Oh man, this is going to so be so good. Like all those workflows, and there's one last paper thing I have to get rid of. But we'll we'll get to that 
some other time or or this time maybe i don't know maybe that that is a show i don't know maybe we've already started and we didn't even realize <laughs> yeah <laughs> in the pre-show or show or whatever that ha- thing that happened we covered two things so the fact that i'm just going to ditch another app because i can use the the, the, the files app on iOS 11 and the iCloud Drive file uh, iCloud Drive app on iOS 10 to have my um, my special folder with PDFs that I want to have offline that I want to be able to read um, I've been you know I've been needing this because uh, and in and what I discovered during blah 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 speaking about this I discovered that I can annotate the PDFs very well using native you know controls and the no lag uh, Apple Pencil, which is fantastic, and and it syncs directly to to the iCloud Drive, and it appears magically on my Mac, so it's really good. Uh, so um, so uh, we did uh, we talked about this, and we talked about your problem of so, uh, your, your solution for um, inputting data on the iPhone to the Magic Spreadsheet, which we talked about in one of the past shows, right? Yeah, and there was also this uh, this um, tiny pro tip. Uh, for how to make checklists in Nosby that open exactly uh, apps in Safari app instead of Safari View. Though, uh, just FYI, this this is going to be part of three point six. So, uh, mortals can't use it yet, but we can. And for everyone else, uh, late September. Yeah, but if you want to be on the test flight for Nosby, go to test.nosby.com. You can yeah. get the three point six and be and live in the future. Yes. And, and, and anyway, uh, pro tip again, if you're using iOS 11 on your uh, device, please sign up for our test flight because you should be using the 3.6 early version. I mean, I'm actually uploading it all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm after your advice because things break mm-hmm. on iOS 11. I am using the latest version of Nosby all the time because it has to be like that. Yeah, uh, there's some things that are, are broken on iOS 11 and 3.5. Like if you open Time Picker, it just breaks. Exactly. For some reason, it freezes. Like it's mm-hmm. like just some really weird bug um, in iOS uh, that's just worked worked around in in three point six. Um, there's Siri like uh, in three point six beta. It's not finished yet, but it kind of works. You can add tasks to Nosby via Siri, which is cool. Like finally, we wanted that for years and we couldn't do it. Finally, um, the file picker I think works with the new things. Uh, there were some changes there. And of course, drag and drop uh, works, but it, it it worked out of the oh, box anyway. Right. Yeah, and yeah, I did yeah. a video uh, on both Siri and drag and drop, and I'm gonna we're gonna link to this in the show notes. Yeah, the drag and drop is is not perfect. Like you can't really drag anything out of Nosby, but you can drop files into Nosby tasks to just upload them. Uh, so that works well. Uh, there's still some weird issues with layout on uh, that are not present in the App Store version and that are in test flight. Um, hopefully, I'll figure them out tomorrow okay uh, so um so speaking of simplifications and things um and workflows we just talked about the fact that you can have like a series of questions in workflow app mm-hmm. and this way when you have these answers you can format them in the right way and paste them in your magic spreadsheet so yeah. this is what i do for my journal uh, we talked about journaling in the past we'll link to these episodes in the show notes and um, uh, we'll also link to my workflows for journaling because um, I uh, have special workflows for journaling. Uh, this way I get to, I mean, I answer questions uh, uh, that I want to answer. This way journaling is not kind of boring for me because I just answer questions. 
Um, and and uh, when I answer these questions uh, in workflow, they format the journal entry and they put the journal entry as it, like, they append the text file, they add to the text file of my journal. Uh, I have, uh, my, my journal is my text file in a Dropbox uh, folder. So um, this is how I journal. And I have additional workflow that if I want to type more or you know write more or say more, then I can just you know launch the additional workflow, which is just add to journal, and I can just add whatever I want to journal. This way I can edit the thing. And if I want to just write in journal longer than that, I just open the journal thing in editorial app on my iPad and I type there. So there, this way I can journal shortly with answering these questions. I can journal shortly direct from the workflow or I can journal long in a longer way just by editing the text file directly with editorial app. And on top of that, I just added a new workflow, <laughs> which is journal from the watch. And I can, I can answer, I mean, I can uh, tap the, the workflow app on my Apple Watch and then choose the journal on the watch workflow. And then I can say things and then answer the questions by saying them. And uh, sometimes it gets tra transcribed properly. <laughs> Usually it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then it adds it to the journal and there's the whole mess. But it is. I think it's pretty cool when you talk to your wrist and journal to your wrist. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's only cool if you show it to geeks that are very understanding of the fact <laughs> that it's completely broken. Exactly. But the good thing is that, uh, as we talked about taking notes on the uh, like when you read a, when you read a book or listen to a book, um, and people have been asking me about it and. Uh, I posted about it, uh, we'll link to it, but the, the, the whole thing is that I have a workflow uh, that is add to the book notes and it also runs on Apple Watch. And so, so when I'm running and there is a very, very important like thing being said in the book and I want to just keep it note of it right now, I just stop, I, I talk to my watch, it uh, uploads it to the, to, to, to um, appends it, I mean, edit it, uh, add it to the, to the Dropbox file where, where my show notes are the uh, book notes are sorry this way you know i can even actually take note at any moment uh, when i run or when i you know travel and this is really useful because some of the books that i've been reading don't require that just after the session as you as you uh, said mm -hmm. just after the session i just you know put some notes in and, and, and it's fine but sometimes there's a chapter of just very like if lots of yeah. you know wisdom nuggets and you just want to put them in as soon as possible and and this is why I do that yeah that's true yeah uh, I've been playing with with this app called Automator now uh, this is a funny thing because so it's like a Automator, workflow but for the Mac right <laughs> yeah it's like workflow but for the Mac that's like that's it's funny because when workflow appeared on the scene a couple of years ago people described it as Automator, but for iOS. But the thing is, even though Automator was part of Mac OS since maybe the beginning, I don't know, for like 10 years probably. Like it's been ever since. I, for I, as long yeah, as I can remember. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't really used it much. Like I, I used it a couple of times for some very specific things, but like I didn't, I didn't really figure out how to how to use it um, in an efficient way. And I still qu haven't quite figured out how to do it like in an easy way, like without 
touching any Apple script or any like boring stuff. Like it's it's not as easy to do it, and it, it's not as, it doesn't as powerfully, like nicely uh, integrate with with other parts of the system, with share sheets and et cetera, as, as Workflow does. Uh, but still, I've been creating the, those those small workflows using Automator. For example, I have a, a workflow for recording the podcast, which opens Nosby, uh, marks a couple of tasks, the recording checklist, the intro text, a couple of other things, you know, uh, marks it as priority, goes to priority, changes the, f- the filter in priority to only filter from the podcast projects, opens QuickTime, opens two windows in QuickTime for my main mic and the other mic, opens the system preferences app so I can like verify that the gain level looks good. And I haven't added it yet, but it could open uh, the Zoom meeting, which, you know, we, we have like this ID that when you open the Zoom video conferencing app, like this is our room for recording, right? So it just like does most of the setup in a semi-automatic way. Wow. Yeah. And then I have um, post-recording, so I can more easily copy files that I just recorded to two different places, uh, to Dropbox and to like place where I, I, I kind of keep my copies. And then publishing um, workflow for, again, copying uh, the files to the right places in preparation for publishing. I have a workflow that a couple of workflows for for um, kind of web development tools like op- opens the web inspector for uh, the app that's in simulator which is useful when developing Nosby and I have a little workflow for again like that just opens to finder uh, win- folders for like more easily like semi-automatically copying some stuff after uh, my weekly review right and and now, now, now here's the cool thing. Um, I use Alfred uh, on my Mac, which um, replaces Spotlight. So if I press Command Space, I can you know press three letters to match an app name and then launch it. Right. So I I, I gave all of my workflows like a, a very like short specific name. I put them like I saved them as applications in this one folder called called workflows and i added like configured alfred so that it searches that folder right so i just press command space i start press i start typing a few letters from you know after recording or podcast recording just like three letters or whatever present press return and it just does the thing <laughs> pretty neat <laughs> it's, it's pretty dope <laughs> Yeah, uh, so as you can see, we are right now uh, really achieving highs of, of, of automation right now. I mean, we're really big. Like, like Radek got so much, so motivated uh, after getting the iPad Pro that right now his MacBook Pro is being totally out automated. Um, <laughs> yes. I've, been, I've been using Automator, I remember, for the really stupid things. Like, you know, for me, one of the stupid things was... Uh, back then when I was still coding things for Nosby and doing mm-hmm. things for Nosby like you know uh, and and also for when I was a consultant I remember um, and I got the Mac uh, uh, for example when people wanted to have or even for private purposes when people wanted to have photos 
in some kind of resolution, right? So mm-hmm. this way, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. This was that, really that's great. That's what I used it. Yeah, this was really great because you would just, you know, this folder with these photos, shrink them to this size. It's all done. You know, yeah. you don't have to go like, like, like a dumb person, open them in an in a, in a image processing app, save as, shrink, whatever. This would be just crazy. So, um, and also for the web, uh, you know, if you would want to publish things on the web, you would just shrink the things. And, and so for, for me, for me, Automator was very good for that, for these kind of, you know, batch, um, uh, uh, yeah, processes, you know, batch things. Yeah, I also have um, kind of two experimental workflows. So um, sometimes I I sit on, on my Mac and there's a bunch of sticky notifications in the in the top right corner. Uh, the worst ones are from from Calendar, and like I I still like I I just I'm, I might just change it completely so that it's no longer a problem, so that it pro- this problem doesn't appear. Like I I I I'm still not sure if it's actually a good thing that uh, Calendar reminders. Are sticky, so that you know, unless you just press close, they're just stick there. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll get back to that, maybe figure it out. But I I, I found a, a small like Apple script script. I put mm-hmm. it in in a workflow, and again, it's accessible from Alfred. So I I just you know do command space, start typing clear notifications, and it just like kills all the notifications on on, on the screen, like simple things like like that. Um, or I I noticed that there's a bunch of um, websites that I visit um, frequently uh, from from Safari but they're not like like homepage of of some website so that like if you open Safari you start ty- typing like github and they will like autocomplete but it's like some specific page so that you can't easily use Safari autocomplete I also added it to, to Alfred so that I can you know do you know five keystrokes uh, you know, starting typing some some name, and again, it just opens a link in in Safari. Uh, so that's quite useful. And also, um, so we we started discussing it be- before the the show, but that might have been cut. Um, but uh, I have some some uh, repeating tasks that have a checklist in Nosby, and uh, those are some things that are that, that just that can't be completely automated. So I just want to like semi-automate them so that I have to make, uh, f- you know, do a few kind of manual taps and presses and whatever, but just, I, I want I want those to to put me in the right spot. So mm-hmm. uh, we should probably write it up as a kind of pro tip for, for geeks using Nosby and uh, maybe Rafa will, will publish something like that. But, yeah, but, but, be- but essentially like, Instead of just having a checklist that says do X, I would use Markdown to make the do X a link that will just open the right thing. So uh, there's on iOS, there's a lot of apps that you can open using, you know, a, a specially formatted URL scheme. So instead of, you know, HTTP something something, you can do notes, uh, colon, slash, slash, and you will open the notes app, right? And yeah. most apps on iOS have that. And sometimes can do like very specific things, like open the exact note or something like that. And if you Google it, uh, you can usually find it, like figure figure it out, like what's the the link to open this app and or do this thing in this app. So I can, um, you know, like like put it in in this link in the checklist. So there's a, a checklist that I have to go through, but I just tap it and it like 
starts doing like pointing me in the right direction and then I have to make something right and it's like it's super great on iPad because you can have split split view and you can have just Nosby in this tiny strip of the screen with the checklist and then the rest of the screen will be uh you know the app that that you're doing part yeah. of, of the flow with right or you can even make um Nosby a floating window above yeah which is really with cool. the checklist yeah, which is really cool, and and then it also then works with apps that don't support a split view yet. Um, and then, like I, I briefly mentioned it before, but there's a a kind of geeky hack that that I added so that you can open websites in Nosby instead of Safari View, which will open it above Nosby. It will open it in Safari. So if you're doing side by side, you know, filling out a checklist, that's pretty great. And I don't have an example of that yet in my checklists, but you can you can copy a uh, you can make a, a a URL you know with URL schemes to start a specific workflow in the workflow app. So uh, you could have something that's like semi-automated with workflow, but then you have some other uh, points to to check off, right? But then again, like you could start from Nosby. And in the checklist, you just tap the the link in the in the you know uh, near the checkbox. You'd open workflow, start doing stuff, and then redirect you back to to Nosby so that you can continue with your checklist. Cool. It's pretty powerful. How do you how do you figure out the the because you said that for example you figured out the Zoom because for example we use Zoom so there is a pro tip uh, for people who use Zoom um, or for team teams that use Zoom we use Zoom a lot we use Zoom for our webinars and we use Zoom for our meetings and this meeting actually this podcast recording is a Zoom meeting and we mm-hmm. finally figured out to create dedicated Zoom rooms or Zoom sessions for for our repeating. Um, uh, meetings because uh, before that we would just like idiots would uh, I would have to start a Zoom meeting I would have to paste the Zoom meeting to your to your iMessage and you would open it and then you would join it and now yeah and it's super frustrating because it will open Safari Safari will ask you if you want to open it in Zoom you say okay but it just keeps the tab in Safari and you have to close it later exactly and then and. Uh, so and now we can just join the Zoom meetings directly, and the cool thing was is that uh, what we uh, also did is I mean you figured out the the, the Zoom's uh, URL scheme, and now we have a workflow, and we have a workflow where we have the list of our meetings, and then we we you can choose the, which meeting you want to join, and depending you know when you are like the Scrum meeting, then now they also have has the dedicated ID and you know all the others. So so you yeah. you, you 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 tap on the meeting and it opens directly Zoom and this meeting. And so it's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, and super cool because I don't know, I don't know if you noticed it, but um, you know, in workflow, when you in the app, you have this this option that that we use in in that workflow that opens like a menu with options, and so yes. it will you know give you the list of of meetings you can open. But they actually implemented that interface in the widget. Yeah. So if you put it in the widget and you keep the widget like uh, expanded. Then you can just swipe left on the lock screen, tap it. It will show you the list, like with these tiny rows that that are you know barely but still tappable. You tap it, unlocks, opens Zoom at the right spot. This is perfect. Yeah, I mean, this is what I what I what I did just today when I had our directors meeting. I just uh, I I took the iPhone out and was logged in 
you know, in a second. And before that, yeah. I would have to go somewhere to Slack or somewhere else to find the meeting number or, or you know, like, like figure out things. It was it was crazy. So um, if you have, if you use Zoom, you know, set up Zoom meetings for meetings that you did that are repeating. That's the first thing. And second thing, you know, figure out maybe to make a workflow of, of all the list of the meetings that you have to attend. And uh, yeah. we, will, we, will, we, will, we can provide you with the URL scheme. Yeah, we'll put in the link. Uh, we'll put in in the show notes the URL scheme for opening a Zoom session because that is not documented. It's you know only because I was uh, very motivated uh, did I figure figure it out. It was it was not. How did you figure it out? Okay, um, so you can you you can do this. Um, like you can open Zoom meetings via the the link that opens in Safari, right? So right. if you open the the link, which you know which is easy to figure out, like you can copy and paste it. But but then it will try to launch using the URL scheme to redirect you to the app. But ah. here's the problem. Here's the problem. It has a different URL scheme on the Mac and a different one on iOS. Ah, so you you ah okay. So you pretended that the browser was an iOS browser. Yes. Yeah. Good. I opened it in, in Chrome because like the the opening in URL scheme, this is like an attempt to redirect. This is mm-hmm. how it's implemented. And if you try to go to Web Inspector in Safari, it will like clear after a, re- a redirect, right? But so I open it in Chrome. In Chrome Web Inspector, you can uh, like log redirects, and then I in development settings I I put it to pretend to be an iPhone, and okay. I just I copied the link and I replaced the ID, and it, it works. Okay, so we'll post both the URL scheme for the Mac and for the iPhone, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is useful. Anyway, um, yeah, these kind of things are useful because um, if you have regular meetings, it's good to have like a dedicated space for them. And for us, like for a remote company, like to have dedicated, you know, Zoom meetings for, you know, special meetings, it's just, and it offloads the the, the, the stress of somebody, you know, being late. I mean, you know, or me being late always yeah. uh, is that, you know, the, 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 the room is already available. People can jump in and just start, you know, start discussion. Don't have to wait for you. Yeah, you, you don't have to have a person that starts a meeting. Like everyone just just joins at the right time. Yeah, in Zoom, you, in Zoom, there's this this tick when you create a meeting that you can say that people can join without the host. So uh, mm, this way yeah, they yeah. can join using their own uh, Zoom IDs without the host being present even. So in theory, we could just create a Zoom meeting for all the podcast listeners, and they could join us here. No, but we could do that. No. <laughs> Yeah, but that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Live podcasting. Nah. Yeah, this would be chaos podcasting. Twice twice a year that we do it is enough. All right. Uh, do you do you want to talk about uh, my workflow for that replaced an idea I had to make a custom app? Ah, okay. Okay. So... So you pitched me an idea to create a custom app because you're so frustrated that you need the custom app and you know otherwise your world will break because you're simplifying mm-hmm. things. You don't want to have any notebooks and everything like that. But you created a workflow that replaced yes. your custom app. Anyway, before we start, just think about it. I mean, the workflow app, once you get hang of it, it's just so freaking powerful I mean, I no wonder Vitici is just writing all the time about it because it's it's just it's just amazing, and th- this gives me hope that these guys who 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 sold the workflow app 
to Apple, they will really do something amazing in Apple because for, for iOS so. 12. I hope so because, I mean, imagine you your experience iPad only without the workflow app. It would be just totally different, you know? It and, would be um, very different, yeah. So so really, the workflow app, I mean, really, it's, it's just, we cannot appreciate, appreciate it enough. I mean, uh, I was being iPad only for, for a long time without the workflow app and I managed... Very often, you know, just crunching my teeth by ha- having to do something and tap things, you know, several times and everything. But now that I don't have to do it anymore and I have these workflows, these beautiful workflows, it's just uh, crazy and it works very well. All right. So the super short version of, of the story is I had a problem that I wanted to solve with an app. And it was a very simple but very specific app. And it would probably take me like, two weekends, like probably like 10 or 15 hours to make a simple prototype of that. And instead I implemented a a prototype of that, which does things like 95% of exactly what I want by stringing together two different apps with work with the workflow app. And I implemented this quote unquote app in about one hour um, using workflow on my iPhone. That was my development machine for this app. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I didn't, at that point, I, I didn't have workflow set up on my iPad. It didn't sync or I don't remember. Maybe I didn't have iPads with me at the time, but it just, I did it all on the iPhone. So so here, here's the problem that I was trying to solve. Uh, I don't remember if I mentioned it, if I mentioned it on the show or not, but I I have I, I used to have this, this habit or I have this habit of planning the next day in advance. Like when it's the afternoon, when I finish work, I plan the next day. And that's super important to me. Uh, not the plan necessarily, but the act of planning itself. It really helps in kind of making sense of what are the most important things for tomorrow. And I kind of, you know, mentally plan things out and then when I wake up the next day and I'm in the worst position to make good decisions instead of going with the simplest thing it's like much easier to actually you know follow the plan because like you've already pre-decided on what's a good idea to do this morning and onward right and so the way I would do it is I I would have these um, kind of book style calendars like with an empty page for every day and I would just like write things out on paper. And I just did it for years, like, I don't know, like five or seven years, like for a long time, I, I've, I've had this, this habit, this system based around paper. Um, you know, I've had this habit since, you know, long before I, ha- I had an iPhone. And it worked well. And there is something compelling, just uh, there's something nice about the physicality of paper. Uh, so I kept doing that and I just like, that was a habit. I, I never questioned because, you know, it was supposed to serve a purpose and I, I didn't question that I can like keep the habit, but change the system in which I do it. And also the advantage of, of the paper was that it was always on the, on the desk, right? So I could, I, I could always look at it. It wasn't like somewhere like with a thousand other apps, but here's the problem. Uh, there's a lot of problems actually. First of all, one problem is I would often forget to do it and then I couldn't do it. 
right? If I'm away from home, I can't plan the next day and I can't see the plan for today or the next day. If I'm traveling, I won't bring that with me because it's just another thing, right? And it's like, it's a, you know, it's like 300, 400 grams. It's a big thing. Like I won't bring it with me. So when I'm traveling, I'm a bit of a mess of a human being because I don't have this like fundamental habit that helps me stay sane and, you know, follow my routine. And then, um, you know, I was just like in this whole groove for like simplifying things and getting rid of all of the paper. So I figured, okay, this is finally time to make this digital, like create a system that allows me to plan the next day and see today's plan, but in a completely digital way. And the, ob- the, the obvious place where this should be is on the iPhone, because the iPhone I always, always, always have with me, no matter if I'm at home, away from home, during travel, I always have it with me. So uh, I would have it always with me, and then it could always provide me with notifications, like, hey, like, why not um, kind of turn around this this whole uh, thing with notifications and badges? Like, we discussed how not notification, like push notifications and badges on apps just you know, create compulsive behaviors in me because like I have to react. Well, let's turn that to my advantage Mm -hmm. and, you know, push those notifications to remind me of that and and have this badge just, uh, you know, annoying me until I I tick this off. So the idea for the app was that, again, it it, uh, reminds me in the morning to look at the plan and it would keep the badge and it would keep reminding me until I, I do it. And in the evening it would remind me to plan the next day. And the app would be just like two tabs, today, tomorrow, and you can put a bunch of things that have like checkboxes next to them. So you can check it off. Uh, but again, like it would be too difficult to actually implement a custom app like that. Even though it's super simple, it's still like, it, it's not non-trivial. Like I would have to probably learn a few things, fix some bugs, like just stupid stuff. So Here's what I did. I already have this app Productive, which I think I mentioned two episodes ago or three episodes ago, uh, which is good at reminding you of habits and tracking them. So Productive does exactly what I need in terms of reminding, like sending the, the notification saying, hey, plan the next day, and it will keep the badge on until I actually do it. And since I already have some some other habits that I track in there and I have reminded me of it, like I already look at this app many times a day. So I already have a system to remind me to, to do it. And now I need some place to put the plan. I could just use the notes app, but there's a couple of problems with that. First of all, I use notes for a bunch of other stuff, like for book notes and whatever. So I would have to like, you know, pretty much every time I would open it, I would have to like go back to probably go to some other folder, find the right note or create a new note. Um, if I'm creating a new note, I have to, um, you know, m- make a name for it with the the name of the, you know, the current date or whatever. I have to put the first checkbox so I can like start typing it in. It's just annoying, right? I don't want to have it in, in notes. I would have it, have it in a different app so that it just has this so that I don't have this whole mess of things, especially that those day plans, the transient, like they're just for me today and tomorrow. I don't care about the archive, right? 
So I downloaded this app called Bear, uh, you know, which is simple enough. Uh, but still, what what would annoy me is it doesn't it doesn't have state restoration. So I would open it, and sometimes it would have the today's node or tomorrow's node, or sometimes it would just have the list of things and I have to select the right one. Again, if I'm creating the plan for tomorrow, I have to type in then the name, and I have to scroll to find the checkbox tool, right? Mm-hmm. And here's what I did. I I figured out that I can string together those two apps using workflow. So I have the workflow app on the home screen, and if I if I do 3D touch on it, it will show me like in this tiny widget the two actions: plan today and plan tomorrow. And if I do plan today, it will, you know, it will take the today's date and it will format it as, you know, this July, blah, 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 2017, right? Or August, whatever. And it then redirects to bear for that particular note. So it will search for a note with that name, with today's date. And then, so that, that part is simpler. And when I do when I open the plan tomorrow workflow, it goes to bear trying to find a note with the title of tomorrow's date. And usually it won't find it. So we'll go back to workflow and then workflow will create uh, this note with tomorrow's date as a title. So that then it's searchable when tomorrow becomes today. And it will begin this note with a template that starts with, you know, with a dash that Bear will interpret as, hey, let's just put a checkbox in there. And once I have the first checkbox, I can just you know, bring up the keyboard, start typing, and when I press return, it will just make another checkboxes. So I don't have to find the tool. Like It's just like, uh, I just do a 3D touch, plan tomorrow, it does bum, bum, bum back to, to Bear, and it has like every, everything that just has to be there, and I can start typing. And when I'm done with that, I press the top left corner, which has the link back to workflow. And when I go back to workflow, workflow then redirects to the productive app so that I can just check off plan tomorrow and that's it. Okay, so it seems to seems that the you know using uh, putting together like a few apps or uh, just workflow and a bear app uh, yeah. works. So so really, after you've done the, the the inputting things in Bear, what you what you mm-hmm. do is you 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 tap back to workflow, and then it continues and finishes the workflow, right? Yeah. So uh, in workflow, if you have an action that redirects you to to some app, um, and with with productive, like it, it doesn't have a workflow integration. I just like figured out that if you do like productive colon slash slash URL scheme, it will just open productive, right? But if you if you put two of these next to each other, after it mm-hmm. re- redirects, like it can't redirect to the next one, so it will wait until you return to workflow. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you if you press back or if you you know um, double tap the the home button to get back to workflow, it will continue, and then you know probably after some time it just times out. So if you if you never like finish that workflow, it will just go back to the the workflow home screen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty neat, and uh, especially I think when we what we discussed is that this way you actually use the Bear Notes app just for that, just for that one purpose. So we don't use it yeah, for any yeah, other yeah. note taking purposes. Yeah, yeah. So so that just helps because 
Um, I mean, I, I hear that Barry is just a, a pretty cool uh, note-taking app, and but you know, I I don't need it. Notes works fine for me. It's just I want a separate place so that it doesn't interfere with with um, other things I do in Notes, right? So that it just like makes this very particular simple, but like super concrete problem go away, right? Uh, and also like it, it's it's cool that in in workflow you can add workflows to home screen mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of a hack that just it it creates this this fake website that just redirects to workflow so i first tried doing that like add two items to home screen plan today plan tomorrow but then the whole workflow would take like a second or you know half a second lo- probably a second longer because it would have to do multiple redirects to actually reach my app and so it's faster like if you have something that you really want to have super fast uh it's better to put it in the first four at the first four position in the widget and then put the workflow app on the home screen so that if you have iphone 6s or newer you can you know 3d touch to open this more quickly okay i well I, what i what i what i realized is that for example when i have my journaling workflows one of them requires um reading data from dropbox and mm. uh, when I launch it, when I launch it from uh, from the home screen, from, from the widget screen, it would just go to the workflow app, but it would be just too late, so it wouldn't read the, the information properly. And there is mm. a, a a step in workflow which says go to the workflow app app first. So I, I use that. Interesting. So to to go from the widget to workflow app first, and then it just runs the whole workflow. I'm just hoping that people won't doze off at, at our you know geeky episodes i mean these two are really geeky with the workflows and everything so um you know the 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 thing is we're so excited about it because we're both um i mean i'm kind of a programmer and you are a programmer so we like building things and building programs and workflow is kind of the scripting language that helps you do that but i think what we really like about it is the fact that you can automate many things that before used to take you time and you know this is the future where things auto automatically and magically or automagically happen Mm -hmm. and um, and things link together and apps link together and uh, we will be talking about more of that in the future at some point but now i think the next episodes we'll try to get back to maybe some other ideas and books and things like that so um (laughs) uh, not to tire everyone uh too much but uh, but really uh i think uh it's it's useful that you know for people to understand that for us this kind of mindset helps us um it makes also also our work fun but on the other hand uh makes our work less tedious so we can really f- again focus on deep work on things that are really you know that we really f- should be focusing on and and, and not waste our you know brain cycles. cycles yeah brain cycles for um yeah for things that are just copy paste and and, and th- things like that so yeah yeah and so th- there's two aspects for that like sometimes you can uh like measurably save time uh, by doing this. So I like I, I made some changes, some simplifications in the setup uh, for recording. And and the biggest part of that is is the fact that I got this uh, microphone boom that uh, you, Michael, see, but others mm-hmm. can't see, that I have on my desk, like, so that I can just, like, swing the the microphone to the place and I can start recording. And before I would like go to a di- like a different spot in the room, like I would have to set up the computer and whatever. And I have these three like sim- like simplifying uh, workflows that I did. And like all of it 
like all of that stuff, like preparing for it, buying the right stuff, setting it up, took me actually probably two or three hours. That's a lot, right? But I'm saving like 15 minutes on every episode and we record 50 of them a year. So that's about 12 or 13 hours in a year that's saved. So the, the investment will, will pay off quickly. And with, with like automating things, with workflow, um, it's usually like that. That Sometimes it will take you a surprising amount of time, but uh, most of it is it's actually, it's actually worth it. Uh, over the long term, like the investment will pay off. But then the other thing is what you mentioned, that even if you, you know, if it saved you just a couple of taps, it just makes it less tedious. Like there's... The, the cognitive burden is smaller. Yeah, and it reduces the barrier of entry. So uh, you would you, you are less likely to procrastinate on a task which is almost entirely automated. Because we tend to, you know, oh, I'm gonna, I have to do this and send this to this other guy. It will take me like 20, 20 minutes or 10 minutes. Uh, let's do it later. And just, you just procrastinate. But in the moment that it's just a few taps and, and, and you just link two things together, then it's just, let's do it now. And you're done. So it's it's a lot faster and easier. Yeah, and speaking of reducing the barrier of, of entry, um, we'll, I think we should put all of the interesting workflows uh, that we've made that are that could be useful to other people in the show notes. Uh, yes. So I'll definitely put my um, my day planning, uh, like the the two day planning workflows uh, in the show notes, and we'll also put the, put the the other pro tips with uh, Nosby checklists and, and whatnot, and a link to test flight so that you sign up to test flight if you run iOS 11.